Dialogos Radio's Commentary of the Week. Each week, Michael Navaradegis provides views and opinions on issues pertaining to Greece and to the worldwide Greek community. Coming up next, here on Dialogos Radio. For this week's commentary, I would like to speak on issues pertaining to national independence in light of the recent celebration of Greek Independence Day on March 25th. One way in which the true independence and sovereignty of a country can be judged is whether or not it is able to produce enough basic goods, such as foods, to provide for its population. According to a recent Eurobarometer survey, 94% of Greeks believe that Greece's production of food products is not enough to meet the needs of the population. This is by far the largest percentage out of every European country, and unfortunately, it is not a surprise in the slightest. In fact, it quite accurately reflects the prevalent mentality in Greece, which believes that the country is worthless, doesn't produce anything, and cannot survive without the Euro and the European Union. We are talking about a country with an incredible climate in which just about any Anything can grow and be harvested, a country which managed to feed its population for centuries despite war and occupation, and where today we are told that it cannot survive if it cannot import onions from Bulgaria or, believe it or not, even things like wine from countries such as Germany. This mentality is a result of the so-called Europeanization of the country from its entry into the European Union in 1981 until today, which was presented as a modernization of the country but which in reality resulted in the destruction of Greece's industrial and agricultural base, while the country's borders were opened up to cheap and often low-quality imports, which decimated the local market. Now, as a result, when you go to Greek supermarkets, you see customers' baskets full of imported foreign products. and this way, the door was opened to foreign companies to set up Greek subsidiaries as well, such as a company known as American Genetics, based in Thessaloniki, which produces genetically modified corn and soya seeds, among other products. Most Greeks today may believe that the country does not produce enough food products in order to survive on its own, and that it cannot survive without imports, and by extension without the Euro and the European Union, but they are mistaken. According to a survey conducted by the Panhellenic Federation of Agricultural Collectives, Greece's self-sufficiency in agricultural and meat products totals 94% of national demand, despite the reductions in production of the prior three decades. More specifically, the percentage of self-sufficiency in Greece for rice production reaches 171% of demand, while for olives and olive oil it is 151%, and for cereals it is 82%. There is also a surplus of hard wheat, while soft wheat production has declined to 32% of demand, despite there being a surplus in production of soft wheat up until 1984. Despite this, Greece remains in fourth place in Europe in wheat production overall. In oranges, production in Greece is at 167% of national demand while for remaining fruits it is 128%. The production of potatoes meets 82% of current demand, while grapes and wine surpass 133% and raisins surpass 275% of demand. But despite this, supermarket shelves in Greece are nevertheless filled with imported raisins. Production of honey in Greece reaches 92% of national demand, while for meat products it is 75%, with lamb and goat meat reaching 94% of demand, chicken meat at 85%, and eggs at 91%. Dairy production meets 80% of national demand in Greece, while production of feta cheese reaches 147% of national demand. Even in food items where Greece does not currently have high levels of national output, the reasons for this have less to do with problems endemic to Greek agricultural 
production and much more to do with other factors. For example, the Greek sugar industry has been all but decimated due to EU demands, with national production now reaching only 14.3% of demand. For beans and legumes, national production is at 39% of demand, while in 1981, the year Greece entered the European Union, production approached 90% of demand. The same is true of pork and beef production. In 1981, the levels of production as compared to national demand of these meats were 84% and 66% respectively, but these percentages have fallen quite a bit since then due to limits placed on production by the European Union. For cow's milk, national production has fallen to 58.2% of demand because up until the year 2000, Greece was being fined each year by the European Union for surpassing its artificially set quota for milk production. As a result, Greece now imports almost half of its milk from Germany and Holland. But even these problems are easily solvable with the reorganization of national agricultural policy in Greece and a greater emphasis on products in which production is currently low, instead of products where there is currently a surplus of production. In addition, over a million acres of idle agricultural land, which often sits idle as a result of EU subsidies to not produce anything, could be put back to production as well. As long as this doesn't happen, however, as long as people young and old sit in cafes and whine and complain about the state of the economy or migrate to other countries to work as waiters, Greece will not be an independent and sovereign country, despite the commemoration of Greek Independence Day. A country where a foreign power, in this case the European Union, dictates what food and agricultural products to produce or not produce, is not free and is not independent. Just as a country whose celebrity finance minister Yanis Varoufakis declares that he is European and not Greek, is not independent. A country that does not have its own currency or its own fiscal or monetary policy, and which is terrified of its own shadow and of all of the supposedly horrible things which will happen if it returns to a domestic currency, is not independent. And a country where the judicial system does not imprison a corrupt criminal finance minister who dragged the country under the supervision of the IMF and the Troika, as was the case this week with Yorgos Papakostandinou, does not have justice and as a result is not independent.